Hi guys and welcome to um, what I'm going to call episode number four of the Irish Balance podcast. If you haven't heard of the podcast before or you haven't heard of me before, my name is Kira and I write a blog called The Irish Balance. Um, you'll find it at www.theirishbalance.com and my social media handles are at The Irish Balance on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. So just to give you a little bit of background about who I am, if you haven't been following me, I know a lot of you will have been. So I'm Kira. I'm an Irish girl and qualified medical doctor. I'm currently doing a one-year full-time master's in public health and nutrition because as a doctor, I'm quite passionate about preventative medicine and health promotion and public health, particularly how our lifestyles affect our health through the food we eat, physical activity, our stress management, sleep, and also our social well-being. And I want to show you with the podcast I share, with my blog and with my social media content, how we can empower ourselves to live happy, healthy lifestyles full of balance. And I really hope that you guys are loving my blog and my podcast and content as much as I'm loving creating it. So today's episode was inspired by both the name of my podcast and by a friend of mine, Ruth Delahunty, who is also a yoga teacher. And we're going to talk about balance on today's episode. Now, last week's episode was all about goal setting and doing so in a smart way. So I would definitely encourage you to go back and check out that episode if you haven't. And I also have a blog post on the same topic as well to help you set the best, most achievable goals for 2019. So along that same train of thought, because it's January and because we're all trying to be a little bit healthier at the start of the year, and what I want is for us to sustain those healthy changes, I'm going to talk about balance. I'm going to talk about whether I think it's achievable or whether it is something that's kind of a constant state of flux, tipping from chaos to calm. I'm also going to share the four top tips that I follow in my lifestyle to try and maintain some form of balance in all of the craziness and stay on track, even when, as I like to say, life happens and gets in the way. So first of all, as you know, and as I've said, my blog is called The Irish Balance. Now, you might be wondering why I called it that. Well, first of all, although I was born in Boston, I am Irish. I've lived here since I was five and my country is very special to me, as is my nationality. And balance really came from a time in my life when I had just started, um, well, I just finished my first year of being an intern as a doctor and I had begun my first three months of being what's called a senior house officer. And that meant a step up in terms of responsibility on the wards, in terms of patient care and in terms of team leadership. And what I was also trying to do was um, maintain a healthy lifestyle myself, try and eat well, get enough sleep and try and get some exercise in all while doing my day job and also doing night shifts and on call. All the things that we deal with, particularly doctors and nurses. And so when I started my blog, it occurred to me that it would be a great way to share recipes and the journey that I feel I'm kind of always on trying to achieve a balance in life. And I could use that journey and also the learning that I developed for myself around preventative medicine and um, to help you guys to try and achieve a little bit of balance in your life too. So that was where the name came from, the Irish balance. The second question then is, what does balance mean to me? Well, I guess I would think that it's kind of like a constant state of flux in my life. I've got a few different things that if you picture scales tipping in one direction or another. I've got a few different things in my life that might tip those scales in a direction of unbalance or a direction of being more balanced. So I've doing I've got a full-time master's that I'm doing. 
at the moment I'm not working in hospital medicine because my master's is full-time and it is quite intensive in terms of hours and college assignments and exams so I'm kind of giving it the full year but until July I was doing a full Monday to Friday and weekends on call night shifts etc in the hospital I also have my blog which I like to joke it requires a 25th hour in every day for me to uh, maintain I also have a really really high priority in my life for my family and my friends and like to spend time with them regularly and talk to them daily of course as you guys know I am a huge advocate for physical activity and it's a huge part of maintaining my physical and mental health and I do make time every day to move in some shape or form whether that's at the gym or doing yoga or going for a walk or swim um, and then finally the other thing that I try and keep in my life to achieve a balance is getting downtime whether that's to do some meditation or mindfulness just read my book um, or just sit and chill out or bake which is also very therapeutic I highly recommend it so as you can see like you guys I've got a few different things in my life that vie for my attention and my time and therefore require a degree of balance to kind of meet the needs of all of them so then to answer the question do I lead a balanced life or what does it mean to me I think it can change depending on what's going on in my life so for example before Christmas, I had end of semester exams. So there was a period of study before the exams themselves. And this whole time frame took about maybe three and a half weeks. So I had study period for about 10 days and then I had exams over about 10 days. And really, I don't think my life was particularly balanced during that time. My whole day was really kind of studying and finishing assignments, preparing presentations, getting ready for the six exams that we had. And then during exam time, it was pretty much get in, do the exam, get some exercise in, make sure I was eating right, see my family in the evening, um, chat to them a little and back to the books and do it again the next day, whether that was doing another exam or a full day of study before an exam the next day. And it wasn't balanced. I didn't have a social life, but it was a short period of time. Then, of course, what comes after Christmas exams, thankfully, was Christmas. And I really took about two weeks off um, from college work, from assignments and everything. I'd finished exams and I just took that time to be with my family, do some shopping, um, to write my blog and to just really be present, read a book, go for walks, take my time at the gym and not be rushing sessions. And I do feel like my last two or three weeks have been a lot more balanced. But as you can see there, I've also mentioned during that time when I was a little bit more balanced, I was writing my blog. So it wasn't all play and no work. And so that's where I think you have to let those scales in your life sway a little bit at times. So my opinion on balance really is that it's a journey that I and you might be too are constantly on where we might tip to extremes at times whereby maybe when we're on holiday, we've got total calm, we're chilled out, we're not doing any work, we're not doing any um, commitments it's just time for us to chill out explore a city or be on the beach but at other times when we've got work deadlines when it's Christmas time we've got loads of shopping and presents to do and family commitments or we've got exams for college or school that we might be in a more state of chaos trying to get everything done but we do always find our way back or we should at least always try to find our way back an important thing here to remember is that when we talk about the different things in our life that vie for our attention and the things that we are trying to maintain in order to keep a balance. We have to remember that our physical, mental and social health is a key part of leading a balanced life too. And because sometimes we might not be in a state of balance, we might be in a period of time where we've got to work a lot harder, like with work deadlines or with college exams. It might feel like 
taking care of our health uh, is our thing we've put on the back burner and it's not a priority. Now, on that point, I would always say that you can't pour from an empty cup. So while it might be okay to let your balance in life slide a little bit when things are a little bit busier, it is really important to have really simple, healthy lifestyle tips to fall back on that are habits that are part of your day to day. And that way you are making sure that you still eat well, that you still get some movement into your day, some daylight and you have enough sleep and you might just have a little bit of time in each day to reflect or be a bit mindful of how your life is going. And so that is where I'm going to bring in my four tips to stay on track. This is a blog post or inspired by a blog post that I wrote. I think it was in 2017, actually. And it was one that was really highly requested um, because people would always say to me, oh my God, I don't know how to get everything done. I don't know how to take care of getting the gym in or getting out for a walk or a run or meal prepping or eating well um, or getting seven hours of sleep. I just don't know how to do it and how to study or how to get a work deadline met. And I was getting asked how I was doing it. Now, I don't ever pretend to be anywhere near perfect and I don't think anyone is perfect. My focus is always on progress and not perfection. But I do follow four simple tips in my life to try and keep myself in a state of balance while accepting that sometimes life happens and the shiz hits the fan and you've just got to smile and let it go. So let's get into these four tips. So number one is to write down your weekly plan. So my week always starts with a plan and it's usually forming in my brain on a Sunday, but ultimately at some stage on a Sunday evening, I'll be writing it down into my diary. So I'll look at what are my college or work hours this week? What shifts do I have? What spare time do I have around them? So I'll jot them in, mark the days and then figure out life outside of that. The same can be done for college hours or placement hours. So that's your base. And once you've got your base, you build your week around it. So for example, if you want to maintain your exercise routine during a working week, let's look at when you prefer to train. Is it morning, afternoon or evening? Have a look at what days work best for you and schedule that workout in. Remember that whether it's exercise or not, whether it's time to meal prep, these are all things that you're scheduling as commitments to yourself, a promise you've made to be your best. And well done for that. You should be proud that you're making that a key part of your week. And if you're someone who is finding it hard to stay on track during the week or finds that the week just runs away from you or the day just runs away from you, then making a written plan you can visualize every single day and be accountable for is a really great place to start for positive change. And it also gives you a great excuse to get a really cute new diary, which is colorful and full of inspirational quotes. I got one for Christmas and it just makes me excited to plan my day every day because of the fact that it's just so, so adorable. So I really recommend making a plan, writing it down. And if you're a person who likes to do it on your laptop or your phone, then just schedule it into your calendar, whatever works for you. I prefer writing it down, but a lot of people I know jot it into their phone and that's how they kind of live their day to day. So whatever works for you best. So my second tip is meal prep. And I don't mean to sound boastful saying this, but I do like to think of myself as a bit of a meal prep princess or maybe queen, which is probably a bit more hashtag girl boss of me. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can be too. So one of the most frequent questions I get asked is how I maintain a healthy diet while working, uh, going to college, training, blogging, and just generally living. And a big part of this, uh, or how I achieve it or try to, is meal preparation. And it can seem like a massive chore to many, but trust me, that perception is just a mindset and it's one that we can change. So every Sunday, if I'm not um, snowed under with college assignments or it's 
a day when I might, you know, not be free to do it. Otherwise, I'll do it on a different day. But mostly on a Sunday, I'll pick a recipe or two. And it's either a recipe I'll be creating for my blog or one from a fellow food blogger that I like or a website like BBC Good Food. And I generally pick one that excites me and it depends what cuisine I might be feeling like trying that week. And I try to make it a new recipe each week as well. I'll take or block out an hour, sometimes two, because it's worth it, out of my Sunday afternoon or evening and cook up that recipe. And it's usually um, a big kind of balanced uh, salad style dish or kind of a one pot wonder dish like dals, curries or stews or sometimes a shepherd's pie or lasagna. Um, and what I do is I'll meal prep that dish and it'll be my college lunches and I pop a few servings into Tupperwares, put them in the freezer, save one for the next day and that's work lunches done. And this can also be done for your dinners. You can, for example, cook on a Monday night, make a double batch or, for example, if you're cooking for a partner, cook for four, save two portions and that's your cooking sorted for Tuesday. If you did that two, three times a week, it eliminates the other days when you've got to cook. I also um, will prep breakfasts as well. So I might do a smoothie or overnight oats and I do have recipes for both of those on my blog, particularly if I've got an early start at college and I don't have time to have breakfast at home. I also usually go to the gym on the way to college or work. So it's often a breakfast on the go for me. Um, so I find that really, really helpful. Um, usually I'll have a couple of breakfasts prepped on a Sunday and try and shove some Tupperwares into the freezer. And making your freezer your best friend is really um, an awesome way to meal prep and take some of the hassle out of cooking. You can also do some of the prep work like chopping up vegetables for the week, putting them in the freezer, um, or if you're cooking the next day, pop them in the fridge. And that way, kind of a lot of the um, heavier work is done um, to take the chore feeling out of cooking. So meal prep really can be a wonderful way to try new recipes and it can leave you with a fridge or freezer stocked with wholesome meals that you can grab on the go. As with all my tips, the key thing is to find a way that works for you. So if batch cooking lunches isn't your thing, you could try making a double portion for your dinners. And finally, um, a really awesome option is to try some homemade snack bars. That way you can uh, grab those on the go in the morning. And I've got a couple of recipes for uh, those on my blog as well. So on to number three. Number three is make time for you time. So you know that epic schedule that we've just planned out for the week? Let's take a second look at that. So you've got all the work and college commitments in there, your training, your time for meal prep. Okay, perfect. Now ask yourself this, is there time in there for you? So I don't mean the run you've planned or the big night out. I'm talking about wind down time, time for your body and mind to take a little break from this mad, crazy world that we live in. Time to switch off and let any stress just flow away. That time for you is really precious to have in your week and ideally in each day. And it's probably the most neglected. And it can be many things. It might be a walk in silence. It might be a walk with a podcast, a bath, um, a short meditation sequence. I love using the Calm app for 10 minutes of meditation. It might be a yoga class, um, reading your book, going to see a movie, or a really chilled out social occasion, um, like meeting a friend for a coffee. And it's going to be different for everyone. So like I said, for me, switching off is uh, in the form of a few different things, um, walking, yoga, um, being kind of present without my phone, with friends and family, reading a book, and also 10 minutes of nightly meditation with the Calm app. And I used to be really terrible at prioritizing it, to be honest. But now, uh, particularly in 2018, it became a non-negotiable for me and my stress management as well. And finally, my fourth tip is to allow for life to happen and smile about it. So despite the very best of intentions, none of us are perfect and we really should embrace and be proud of that. And one of my favorite expressions encompasses that and it's that life happens. 
So when you say that, it comes with a realization that really we can't control everything that happens around us, whether it's in a day, a well-planned week or a year. So when the proverbial shiz hits the fan midweek, work runs late, you miss the bus, the gym is closed, it's raining, you're home late and your housemate or your dad ate your meal prep dinner. And I know all of that's very unlikely to happen at once, but you never know. Just take a deep breath, deepen the inhale and lengthen the exhale. Repeat, ideally times 10, or at least that's what works for me. And then just laugh because life is going to be life and you can always look forward to the next day. I like to believe that no matter how grey the sky looks, there's a silver lining that you can find everywhere. You just have to be looking for it. So guys, that concludes the balance episode. And I really hope it made sense to you guys, it resonated with you guys and you enjoyed it. I'd love to hear your thoughts. As always, you can get in touch with me and pop me a DM on Instagram or tweet me, send me a message on Twitter or Facebook. Um, You can email me, you'll find my email on my Instagram as well, or you can leave a comment on my blog. I'd love to hear your feedback and always love to hear what you're thinking of the podcast and also of the blog and on social media as well. So I'll talk to you guys next week and always hit me with any topics you'd like me to discuss too. Have an awesome weekend and I will speak to you guys very soon. Bye.